1: Mm, Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at hellofresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.
0: There's no such thing as a good excuse for not buckling up. Law enforcement are writing tickets, so why take the risk? Do the smart thing and start buckling up every trip, day or night. Click it or ticket.
1: I'm your voice of confidence, and let's start our
0: business. Well, uh, I'm self-doubt, and uh, I don't think so.
1: Come on. With LegalZoom, it's just a few steps.
0: Fine. I'm in.
1: LegalZoom. Now you're in business.
0: LegalZoom is not a law firm or a substitute for an attorney. Welcome to Savvy Business, Life Unscripted, with your host, Christina Rivera, where our guests share their wisdom and valuable business tips, empowering our audience to expand their personal potential.
2: Hi, Dr. Shauli Mukherjee, did I say yes. right? Okay, <laughs> thank you for coming to Savvy Broadcasting and Life Unscripted. I'm so grateful to have you here this wonderful Saturday for me, I believe Sunday for you. Um, what, what day is it there? I know we have a bit of a time difference
3: yeah it's saturday it's saturday 11:45 p.m right now in Whoa.
2: india okay we're a little bit apart but i'm so grateful that you were hung in there and were able to come chat with me today on a very important topic and that is reintegrating our children back into the school a lot of children have been learning off of zoom it's been really tough for parents alike and uh, we're going to talk about what parents need to know and what educators can do as well to make the integration not as painful and painless as possible. But before we go there, I want you to share a little bit about your backstory with our audience. Could you do that?
3: Yeah, sure. Uh, So this is Dr. Shavli Mukherjee. I would best define myself as a passionate academician, a global thought leader, and an internationally acclaimed inspirational speaker. So it has been more than 23 years that I have been associated with the education sector being the principal as well as the founder principal of some of the reputed international schools in West Bengal, India, some of which had actually been founded and established by me. So, I would definitely like to name Adamus World School and STEM World School. Now, why STEM World School? Because STEM World School happens to be the first STEM School in West Bengal, India, which was eventually awarded for being the second best international day school in the entire West Bengal region of India by Education World in 2016. So that also happens to be my brainchild. So after spending more than uh, 20 years in the field of school leadership and management, in the year 2020, I had actually stepped into the domain of higher education significantly because uh, that was during the COVID uh, times, you know. So right now I have, uh, you know, I am associated with the higher education sector as the Director School of Education at one of the premier universities of Eastern India named Adamus University. Additionally, I'm associated with premier educational organizations across India, as well as globally in senior advisory position and role.
2: I'm curious, I'd like to just touch on the STEM because that is really, Um, We've been trying to bring that in the U.S. STEM into the school system, make it more activated and get uh, children and parents to pay more attention to STEM. Explain for people that don't understand what is STEM and how did you bring about uh, starting the first STEM um, curriculum in Bengal? Yes,
3: so STEM actually stands for science, technology, engineering and maths. But I would rather like to, uh, you know, redefine it as STEAM because Uh, Humanities, Arts and Humanities also is very much a part of this particular curriculum. So uh, when we speak about STEM or STEAM in general, what we are actually focusing on is I mean a lot of people make this mistake of thinking that maybe this curriculum is only focused on these four disciplines, science, technology, engineering and maths and maybe arts and humanities which is not so, it is not true. Mm -hmm. So, STEM curriculum or methodology or pedagogy actually focuses on developing the children's uh, you know critical thinking skills, Mm -hmm. creative intelligence. So how can they think critically, how can they solve multiple problems, Uh, you know how can they look at different issues in lives from multiple perspectives. So that is exactly what uh, a STEM pedagogy would uh, you know try to. Uh, develop in our children. So uh, well, yes, it has been quite uh, I would say revolutionary in West Bengal because uh, you, you know the schools were not uh, uh, focusing on these kind of skills. So our conventional educational norms, they force our young learners to conventionally and metaphorically draw and colored within the lines that is to conform to comply and to compete. And never ever to create or to innovate. Every single child is given the same amount of time to learn the same thing in the same way and preferably on the same day. So that. sadly enough, this is the condition of uh, our current education system. So I you know, generally refer to it as the factory model of productivity which looks at the children as the finished products of this redundant and obsolete educational uh, you know, norm. So, which even denies the fact that each and every child is born with a unique blueprint with an ability to create a unique world of difference around him or her. So, when I speak about STEM or STEAM, uh, it actually focuses on developing those inherent uh, creative intelligence. Of a child that critical thinking abilities, which are very, very essential to thrive in this 21st century volatile, uncertain, complex, and ambiguous world. Wow.
2: We need a whole, we need to duplicate you and bring you all over the world. No, <laughs> I, I actually um, had difficulty in school reading. I did not learn to read till I was 16. I had severe um, dyslexia. And it's that model that you're mentioning of just the putting us through the factory and everyone thinking, learning the same. Um, I don't learn the same. Visually, I'm, I'm not a good learner. Um, so mm-hmm. I love that you're talking about that. But now we have students who have been learning a lot on zoom and visually virtually which has really been hard to keep kids creatively thinking as well as just staying tuned in i mean because you're not having that back and forth real connection with people what do you think will be some of the most difficult parts of getting children back integrated into education live what what do you feel some of the challenges
3: yeah so uh from the progress, from the uh, you know perspective and lens of a progressive and empowered educator, I would actually look at it uh, through a slightly different lens, mm. because I feel that uh, you know uh, we live in this twenty first century VUCA world where we are faced with unheard of and uh, you know unique challenges almost on a day to day basis. Now these uh, situations and circumstances definitely accelerated by the global pandemic. Have caused a major breakdown of order in almost all the organizations in the world, and that definitely includes education as well as higher education, where we see the four VUCA components of volatility, uncertainty, complexity, and, uh, and ambiguity. They often, you know, interact with each other, collide with each other, each other in a very, very different manner, in mm-hmm. sometimes a very confusing manner. So, in the last two years, when the entire world has been embroiled in this global pandemic we had several discussions and deliberations and debates as to how education would thrive or rather whether education in that sense of the term would actually survive this kind of a crisis but what we have seen is that there has been a positive disruption in the field of education where we as educators had been forced to the you know we had been pushed to the edge mm-hmm. and we had been forced to You know, think and act outside the box, something that we had not been doing, right? So, we had been, you know, uh, propelled to uh, impress a lot of innovative and creative strategies to engage children. Mm. So, I always say that in this, uh, looking from this particular perspective, COVID is actually. From the perspective of education, COVID is actually a blessing in disguise. Because wow. had it not been for this global pandemic, these uh, you know positive transformational shifts would have taken maybe uh, you know another fifteen to twenty years. Considering uh, the uncanny kind of an unusual kind of an allegiance that we have to uh, a system which fosters one-size-fits-all educational yeah. structure. So um, in that, yeah, in that regard, I think that there have been a lot of positive disruptions.
2: What what I love to hear, uh, Dr. Ji, is uh, explain some of the uh, success stories. I would love to hear how they've had to innovate and and, uh, and what it looked like. Share with us.
3: Yes. So uh, it's very true, Christina, that uh, teachers they were definitely not acquainted with. This online mode of teaching. It was so very new to them. And in fact, each and every one of the teachers and educators, the schools, the colleges, the universities, the administration, everybody, you know, they had actually struggled initially. But as it is said, that uh, the ones who had been resilient, the ones who had been learning, the ones who actually, uh, you know, embraced this lifelong learning strategies, which Uh, Is a gift from COVID, they had actually, you know, uh, not only survived, but I'm sure that they would be thriving in the days to come. So uh, we have seen teachers uh, struggling on a day to day basis, not able to handle technology, um, uh, you know, in a very, very proficient manner. So it's not that technology was not there in the pre COVID times, it was very much there. But we had never really thought the benefits of a technology embedded teaching learning ecosystem, Mm -hmm. which could bring about so many benefits Mm -hmm. to the children as well as to the educators. So we were completely unaware of that dimension. So COVID had actually opened those avenues and opportunities for us. So, so much so that we right now feel that we all have actually grown and evolved into a much, much better version of Mm -hmm. ourselves as an educator uh, something that we had been, uh, you know, in the pre COVID times. Mm-hmm. And right now, when the situation is a bit, you know, in a normalizing mode, so we feel that there is absolutely no way that we can actually go back to the pre COVID times because so much has been unfolded in front of our eyes. Uh, you know, even our children, they have understood that just with a button or a click you know, the entire world had actually opened up in front of them with so many opportunities, so many avenues. The children have become self-paced learners. The children have become, the children have actually understood maybe for the very first time the benefits of a personalized learning ecosystem. The teachers and the educators, they have, you know, been at their creative and innovative best each and every day. They actually had to, you know uh, you know they really have to think a lot about uh you know uh, innovative ways in which they actually can engage their children because it's difficult it's a challenge to engage the children in an online mode yeah we have to admit that yeah. so now when you're trying to do that in an in, in a completely online mode where the face to face or uh this physical uh you know this touch is not there so it's quite uh, a difficult challenge for the teachers, but they had actually overcome that. Each and every day, they have thought about new ideas mm-hmm. and uh, new innovations. So I'm sure that you know during this particular time, they're definitely not going back to those old times, where you know those traditional systems of you know mm-hmm. teaching learning uh, yeah. used to happen.
2: Well, share. Do you believe going forward that it will be more of a hybrid kind of educational model where some in person, perhaps, and some via virtual? Is that what you see maybe the the future being? How do you see? It? Absolutely,
3: absolutely. That is going to be the future of education. So once we have realized the importance and the benefits of a technology embedded educational system, so definitely we are not going to going back to those times when. You know, traditional and conventional educational systems prevailed. So, it is going to be, I mean, what I, uh, you know, presume is that the future of education is definitely going to be brighter because, uh, you know, our current education system definitely needs nothing short of a revolution. Yes, a revamp, a completely (laughs) overhaul, uh, overhauled kind of a system and and nothing short of a revolution will actually work for our current education system because uh, there are so many, uh, you you know, inherent flaws Mm -hmm. embedded in our education system which needs to be addressed Mm -hmm. in significant urgency. If you really want to cater to the needs and demands of the 21st century learners, you cannot be uh, you know, teaching in that same manner because COVID has proved that the world doesn't need mechanically trained minds. No. Minds which are, you know, full of facts and figures, minds which are systematically formulated to think alike. That is not what the world is looking out for right now. Right. What the world is looking out for are creative and innovative minds, mm-hmm. minds which are capable of out of the box ideation, mm-hmm. minds which are capable of divergent thinking. Also, Christina. Additionally, I would like to, uh, you know, state that uh, something uh, you know wonderful which uh, the, these last two years have actually gifted us is that we have actually understood that the real world, which is much beyond the confines of the fancy physical infrastructure of an educational institution, actually rewards those amply who can think out of the box and can carve their own path. Yeah. And for that, mm-hmm. the learners have to be more oriented towards collaboration and cooperation rather than cutthroat competition. Yeah. So you see mm-hmm. what we normally do as educators and parents, we tend to impress this fact upon our children since childhood that you have to come first in everything, mm-hmm. be it in academics or in sports or in extracurricular activities. Well, you have to be an integral part of the rat race. So. Mm-hmm. Cutthroat competition is the key. Whereas the two important skill sets that are required to thrive in this 21st century world happens to be cooperation and collaboration and not cutthroat competition.
2: Mm.
3: This is very much clear right now.
2: Yes, I, I love this. And what keeps coming back for me is this idea of, teaching kids to think for themselves and think outside the box, be creative to solve problems and really a not one size fits all, which is so important because uh, that leaves so many kids on the sidelines that do not get to reach their full potential because of that one size fits all. So I love this. What should parents um, consider or think about when their kids enter into this hybrid virtual slash? live um, educational back to school thing? What should should parents pay attention to?
3: Uh, What I feel is that both educators as well as parents, they need to be extremely flexible and open-minded. I mean, uh, because I feel that whenever any change or any transformation happens, the first change or the first shift should happen here. So unless you have a mindset shift, you. Cannot really expect any great change to happen in the outside. So uh, I would just like to state that, uh, and I hope that the parents uh, they get over this kind of a mindset where uh, you know they continuously focus on what the child cannot do rather than what the child can do. So this is a problem. This is this is a real issue. This is a real problem. Also, our current education system focuses on everything that is external to us. So, we learn everything, we learn history, we learn geography, we learn uh, about the volcanoes, we learn about the natural landscape, we learn about everything which is external to us, right? But the education system does not emphasize on something which is within us. Mm. We really don't get to know ourselves through this formalized educational system so i feel that the parents have to be extremely flexible and open-minded considering the fact that changes are coming transformations are already there so we just have to you know move forward and embrace that with uh, you know a, with a very very open mind i'm not talking about the children here because i feel that the children have actually accepted the change in a wonderful manner So there has not been a problem with any child in that sense of the term. They're so excited with this new change and with this new transformation. Problem lies with us, the adults. We are resistant. We are. We don't like change. All the positive changes. Problem lies there. The children are so very accustomed to whatever they have been through, and especially after you know after understanding that there are so many benefits of this kind of learning. For the first time, the children have got both choice as well as voice. Mm, I love that. Which would help them to determine what, where and how they would want to learn. Mm. I mean, this is such a wonderful thing.
2: Yeah. And what I'm what I'm capturing from you that is really a great point is that not only learning the external, but that each child gets to learn their internal world and to decipher that. And what are my gifts and my talents that I have to bring to the world that is so important and and something I think every single educator, parent uh, needs to really hear. Uh, I don't want to let anyone leave before they find out more about you. If they want to have you speak somewhere, find out more about you, how can they do that?
3: Uh, well, I'm a person who is very, very active on social media. So anybody who would like to, uh, you know, connect with me, any like minded people, I would really welcome that. So I'm very active on Facebook, on LinkedIn, as well as on Instagram. So if anybody would like to connect with me, most welcome.
2: Well, Dr. Mukherjee, thank you so much today for coming to share your great brilliance and wisdom. It is so important, and I'm excited for the future of education and for what you and wonderful educators are doing around the world. Thank you so much for coming to Savvy Broadcasting.
3: Thank you so much uh, for uh, this uh, wonderful invite and this wonderful opportunity to share my insights with so many people. Thank you so much. Take care.
0: Did you know that 75% of dogs are at risk or a carrier for a genetic health condition? Be proactive with your pup's health with an Embark Dog DNA test and get hundreds of actionable health insights that you can easily share with your vet. When you know your dog has an increased risk of a health condition, you and your vet can create a personalized care plan. Go to EmbarkVet.com and use promo code DOG, that's D-O-G, to get $40 off an Embark Breed and Health Kit or Purebred Kit with free shipping. That's promo code DOG to save today. Bittrex is a cryptocurrency exchange empowering traders to feed their curiosity. With more than 100 tokens and unparalleled security, Bittrex offers a platform for next big thing discoverers to dive in. Get ready to trade beyond the trend. Discover more at
2: bittrex.com. Trading involves significant risk of loss and is not suitable for all individuals. Carefully consider your level of experience and risk before trading.
1: Hold up! What was that?